Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of the Diz Unlimited podcast, our first podcast for 2024. We've missed you all dearly, and I can't wait uh, to be together here for the next hour or so and talk about all things Disney. We're going to try to have a lot of fun with it. And today I am joined alongside by a great group of individuals, including Dreams Unlimited travel agent Hannah Anderson. Hello. Happy New We've Year. We've got Ryan. Hello. Clavin. <laughs> pause. Yes. Hold for a pause. And then we have the <laughs> aptly causing us to be late with our live broadcast, Teresa Apples. <laughs> hey, hey. I agree. Awesome. It was me. Yeah, it was. And, I mean, we're not going to beat around the bush on it. Uh, it's very difficult for us when uh, I am not in the same room with the uh, with with Teresa, and I also am like trying to figure out how to how to figure out window settings while I'm in a Mac lifestyle. So, uh, man, just one of the reasons why we are very excited to get started back in our new studio, which, yes, we are not in a studio right now. Uh, our desks that we ordered for it uh, still won't ship for another couple weeks, which is oh, fantastic. Just what you know, you're you know, lying. What, I, what's the real reason? You just don't want to be in the room with me. Just saying. I know. I, oh. Once Corey and I decided on all the equipment and the desks, <laughs> we're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And and they said right up front, like, it'll take four weeks to ship uh, because we have to manufacture and then we'll ship them out. And then we're like, okay, it's a small business. Uh, you know, maybe they'll take a couple days off at Christmas. I, we can't be one to judge considering the Diz is uh, wild with how we take off time during the holidays, too. So, uh, yeah. Wait, I guess wait, they, wait, 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 wait. Are they, what? like, hand carving this crap or what? You can't just get card tables and folding <laughs> chairs? Um, they have to go to the center of the forest, <laughs> find the oldest tree. That was blessed Ooh. by a shaman. Bring that tree well, back. I can't wait to see them. Listen, I am. They are nicely manufactured desks that I believe will be stable and sturdy for the equipment that is going to be on it, which is valuable and we want to protect. So, that's how about the just, chairs? Are they going to be sturdy? Have not even ordered the chairs yet. We, 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 we need sturdy chairs. I the I chairs. I feel chairs. like everyone is going to want a different type of chair. So I feel Don't like Ikea, we, need to, we need to get with everyone and we'll all go on a shopping trip to uh, Staples. Do those still exist? Mm. And uh, Yes, I just will... got a new office chair here from Staples. Okay, then you already know what kind you want. Oh, and we'll, we'll make sure everyone has the chair that they want for, for comfort reasons. And uh, then we'll all be good to go. So hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, if the desks get here when they're supposed to at the end of January, we'll be rocking in the new studio studio in February. So now you have to put up with just a couple more weeks of our antics over uh, over this virtual setting. I am You know just... what? I I miss the smells of being in the room with other people. You miss the smells what? of cigarettes? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, Magic you know, Candle Company. Got... <laughs> I'm just sitting here by myself. <laughs> I want the, the smell of Magic Candle Company covering up mold want... and regret. <laughs> I want the... yeah. I want the full interaction. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we and I will. Need ter- and I need sturdy chairs for that. So, okay. Bring it well, on. We will. We never had those sure- before. 
So we're not getting them now. Uh, you know, I'll, we'll start off the new studio right by uh, smoking a bunch of packs and lighting candles. And I'm sure that they will absolutely love us in our new building. It's going to oh, be great. This Christmas but... at my dad's again. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, I'm not going to ask you about your holidays. We'll talk about that more uh, towards the end of the show if we have time. <laughs> But I do want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Right now, there is no better time to book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. We'll talk about that in just a couple seconds here. Uh, but they will help you with every facet of the planning that you need for your vacation, or they will be as hands-off as you want them to be. They are just there to assist you and help guide you and work with you on the vacation. And uh, yeah, they will they will make sure you try to have the best time possible. So head over today to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com for a free no obligation quote on your next vacation. So let's jump into this uh, kind of news-ish recap uh, of what's been happening while we've been gone, what we have to look forward to here in the next couple weeks, and we'll try to have as much fun with it as possible. And today is a big day for Walt Disney World. Uh, no mm-hmm. surprises there. We've been talking Talking about it a lot leading up to this date. Uh, all day park hopping has returned. A Disney dining plan has returned and no reservations for date based tickets have started today. A very big day, an important day for Walt Disney World. Uh, you know, as we've come off of the COVID pandemic, uh, everyone's wanted a return to normalcy for the most part. And I feel like this is just another step back into normalcy of the Disney world that many people once knew. And you know what? Mm-hmm. There's still a lot missing. So let's not pretend like this automatically fixes everything right away because there's still plenty of changes to be made uh, in order to really get back to that uh, that old system. I mean, also changing the prices too, but that's another conversation that isn't worth having because they're never going to drop prices uh, minus discounts. But yeah, it's uh, you know it's another another big step, and for the most part, it seems like there's been absolutely no issues with. Uh, this system being put into place, which is nice because that's usually not common for the day that Disney rolls something out. Uh, you, usually there's some issues here and there, but for the most part, people are people are park hopping. No issues. I'm sure the only people who aren't are the people who bought single day tickets uh, for a single park and they're like, why can't I park hop? Well, you don't have the right mm-hmm. ticket. Uh, and then beyond that, you know, Disney dining plan. It's a system that they've had for years just because they haven't used it. Very easy to adapt right back to it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, how, how could they go wrong? So the only thing I saw worth noticing is that, uh, Disney parks blog reporters were saying that with the, uh, individual lightning lanes and genie plus that, uh, they weren't able to make reservations for lightning lanes and, uh, and genie plus until after two o'clock for other parks. So that's been kind of like the only thing that I've noticed that seems out of the ordinary. Otherwise it looks like, uh, Disney had a, pretty decent rollout for for all of these uh, returned offerings i won't say new offerings but returned offerings so a nice big day i hope uh, people are relishing the fact that if you have those date-based tickets you no longer have to have a park reservation i'm jealous of you because uh us annual pass holders we still have them and uh, we'll still have to make park reservations unless we have those Mm -hmm. good to go dates which we will get that calendar uh for the first good to go dates in just a couple days here so who else is uh, pumped about this uh, return to normalcy? Teresa, are your clients digging it? 
Yeah, I'm 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 so excited when I get to tell them, you know, remember, you don't have to make a park reservation. And most of them already knew that, but I still like to say that. And everybody's excited about it. I'm I'm excited. Like you, I wish I could do it, but you know, being an annual pass holder, we're yeah, curses. Not so lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not so yeah. lucky. Uh, what about you, Hannah? Since you're also on the travel agency side of things, uh, people you deal with, do they seem uh, pretty pumped about no more park reservations? Yeah, I mean, how could you not be excited? Uh, one thing, just from my side of it, it's been interesting. Is that like I have um, like normally when somebody books a new Walt Disney World package with me you know, we send them lots of information because there's lots to plan. And my list of things has gotten shorter, which is, um, I think, nice for everybody. Because I think, you know, um, especially with the addition of Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes and everything that happened with COVID, it kind of felt like there for a while, Disney was just too hard. You know, even if you had a travel agent, I think some people didn't even know the questions to ask because it was just so much. So, um, yeah, this is a great step in the right direction. And yeah, I almost forgot for myself as an annual pass holder, like, oh, hey, I'm going to the park Friday. I should probably book a park pass. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, no, I it, this is a win-win. I, I think it's a sign of good things to come this year. Yeah, I I mean, that was one of the questions I was going to throw out to the group here is, do we think that annual pass holders are ever going to be blessed to see the day where we don't have park reservations again? I mean, and this is just Walt Disney World. I I don't even want to get into Disneyland because I have (laughs) a lot of trauma from the past week with Disneyland and their park reservation system. Uh, You know what? We might, Rhino and I might pretend like we're experts at this stuff, but I made about the biggest rookie mistake. Mistake, and I'll admit it. Uh, Out of ticket. We uh, so <laughs> so a, <laughs> a lot of it came down to monetary and financial based issues. But uh, Rhino and I and Kylie and Baby Rory will be in Disneyland at the end of this week for the Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend. And uh, Rhino's an annual pass holder, a Magic Key holder in Disneyland. Uh, I am not. Uh, this year is one of the years that I I gave it up for good, so I am not part of it. Nor is Kylie. And so I was checking park reservations nonstop up until uh, a couple days before New Year's, and nothing was going at all for that weekend that we were there I'm like perfect it's all it's all going to be great i can wait until the next credit card billing cycle and i can get my park tickets and park reservations then and then you get the park tickets and then you're like oh there's no reservations and mm-hmm. i then went through an existential crisis of oh my gosh we are there for three days that we can use the parks to like maximize our tickets and we can only get one of those three days what are we going to do i made such a rookie mistake i am a complete idiot and now did we just throw away close to nine hundred dollars for this and uh luckily i i will say um i i tried to like breathe for a couple hours. I was like, it's going to work out. We're going to get reservations. Things will open up. I'll refresh constantly uh, and it'll all work out. Uh, It wasn't doing that. So I ended up going to, uh, to an, another website, themeparkiq.com and, uh, signed, I signed up for their little, like their first tier of paid service, which was $5 and it had a Disneyland reservation finder 
on it and it would text me and email me anytime any reservations opened up for park hopper tickets for either park. And that way I could jump on it immediately. And it took about four days of, you know, just sitting there with fingers crossed. And eventually I was able to finally get my last two days of park reservations. So now we can go and experience Disneyland there. But uh, because of that, I am now like fully annoyed and over the park reservation system. I, you know, I've, I've come to accept it as an annual pass holder here of, you know what, it's, it's fine. It barely ever impacts us where you can't get the park that you want. You can always park hop at two o'clock if you want now. Don't, you know, park hop anytime after you get in that first park but man it sucks and i hope it's gone for (laughs) disneyland at some point i think it's going to be there forever unfortunately Mm -hmm. but i really hope it's gone as an annual pass holder too so uh you know what i just spoke for the last six minutes and i never let anyone answer the question is anyone else ready for it to be gone do we think it's ever going to be gone uh rhino i know you have feelings well, I would. I went to um, Hollywood Studios um, on the um, like as soon as we finished the half, the half not so half marathon, and because um, <laughs> Ken was like, "I want a breakfast Ronto wrap, and I'll buy you a beer." So I was lured away yet again by free alcoholic <laughs> beverage. So I mean, um, but as I'm like going in, you know, it, it's I'm thinking it's like two p.m. and it's nine a.m. and it was like or it's like eight forty-five <laughs> and. Um, I, you know, in, in the line waiting and I'm just watching like the, the, um, the, the cast members that work the ticketing or not the ticketing, the, um, what it, the turnstiles. And, uh, you know, I, w- right after I walked through, there's a family behind me and they went to scan it and the guy just yells out, no park reservation, no park reservation at them. And I'm like, okay, you're standing here all day. I get how this can be very frustrating, but like, you have to know they don't speak English probably. Right. Like that's, that would be part one because they were behind me. So I could hear them, you know, and the other part of that too, is like, what if this is the first time they've ever been at Walt Disney world? Maybe just don't yell the words, no park reservation at them. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I know people who constantly, I saw it in the, the chat earlier and somebody being like, it wasn't confusing. It wasn't whatever. And I was like, for you, maybe, but I have a mother who I know, definitely couldn't handle it and right. english is her first language so she's not dealing with other barriers like um other our other friends you know are around the world and so sometimes it's like it's the same way when i get upset about like security kind of just like pointing at you like i'm supposed to know what i did or what i'm doing or something like that you know and it's kind right. of like you have to remember you're the first first group of people that go through that and so i am positive that those cast members are probably thrilled that this is going away Mm -hmm. because i think it's going to make their lives so much easier and i think it's going to make that entrance into the park just so much um you know so much uh Mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to quote a jackie gailey here but more magical for the guests you know yeah (laughs) well there's no doubt A, a decision like this that makes guests lives easier ultimately makes cast members' lives easier. And when cast mm-hmm. members are happy because they don't have to be stuck in the same monotonous routines of ruining people's dreams, then it, they're able to make magic in a better way. So it's, I think it's going to be one of those, you know, one of those decisions of them taking away the date-based ticket reservations. It's just going to have a wave of positivity over all things Walt Disney World. And mm-hmm. yeah, they just need to do it for everything now. 
<laughs> like just yeah. get rid of it. Make make everyone happy. It's it, who cares about the analytics anymore? And I mean, we can even look back towards uh, towards New Year's. You know, probably the easily the busiest day, uh, New Year's Eve of Disney parks. And I mean, yeah, reservations were in place, but it's it's not the old days of the parks closing down because they're hitting capacity. Maybe it'll get back to that one day, but I still think we're a little mm. far off from that too. So if you're not worried about parks hitting capacity we don't worry about covid anymore we're not worrying about any of those things why do we need it at, at all anymore besides data i just don't get it craig wow Hakuna Matata. you can never go back okay it's in the yeah. past we need to move forward but moving forward i'm very optimistic that it's it's gonna go away we won't we won't be doing park reservations forever yeah. we can't I, mm-hmm. you know it's I, gotta I go back to something like I said, you can't go back because it's done, but moving forward, they can make it better. And like you said, we don't need the analytics. We don't need that crap. Maybe they do. Right. Just they can get survey it the way. heck out of people. They get it Just other ways. Yeah. 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 There's other ways to get it. Don't, yep. don't penalize me exactly. because I'm old and I'm an annual pass holder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of making people happy, uh, I know, I, I feel like it was one of the first Diz Unlimited podcasts back. We were talking about the Disney dining plan, and I think I might have posed the question to John about free dining. Do we think free dining is ever going to come back? And, well, I think at that point in time, we said probably not for a while. I should have went back and watched, but, you know, I can't even listen to myself while we're doing this, let alone uh, go back and watch old episodes uh, or listen even. But, uh, yes, free Disney dining plan was – unveiled last week for later in this year and uh very very interesting i mean obviously it came very quickly so not it, it literally dining plan hadn't even returned to the parks yet and it is already back in terms of uh free dining available but the catch of course was as everyone already knows uh you had to be a disney plus subscriber in order to be eligible for the free disney dining plan offer and i know mm-hmm. everyone already knows all about this this entire deal and you know it's it was last week's news so i don't really want to focus on why you know, it's back and anything like that. We know, we know business is obviously probably slow for that time period, for that summer time period. Like it was kind of slow this past summer. So they need to do whatever they can to get people in the parks. But I want to definitely get a lot of uh, information from our travel agents on the show about what they're seeing with free Disney dining plan because, you know, it's not even, that's not even just the only discount. There's been a slew of other mm-hmm. discounts released as well too and uh, a lot of ways to save money in 2024 so i definitely want to want to get that perspective but the first thing i'm going to ask both Teresa and hannah i'll let you decide who wants to answer first i'm going to actually choose Teresa. i'm going to have you answer first (laughs) uh prior to free disney dining plan how often were you getting uh, requests from your clients about the disney dining plan in general is it something that you know they were interested in if it wasn't too expensive uh to to add on to their overall vacation or is it like kind of an afterthought like that was that was the past i want to leave that in the past well i think it depends uh, for my clients anyway um if they were seasoned travelers and had been a lot and knew about the dining plan in the past then yes, they were interested. 
um, people that had already booked um, for travel during that time period. And it's July 1st to September 30th is when the, um, well, that's free dining, but dining plant opened up this week. So um, nobody, I only had maybe one or two that went back and wanted to add it to an existing reservation. Most of the dining plans that I have been doing were brand new reservations, but they had traveled in the past. People that weren't at Disney very often in the past, um, I had told them about the dining plan and they weren't as interested as I thought they would be. I thought there would be more Mm -hmm. excitement about it, but there really wasn't. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Hannah, what about you? Okay, so I I just have so many thoughts about this because uh, personally, I have not used the dining plan in several years. You know, being fortunate to be an annual pass holder, you know, we just kind of eat on the fly. And so, um, you know, really trying to figure out like, okay, what is there are so many discounts right now. So what what is going to be the best value to my clients And I mean, I think the tricky thing is, is it is kind of individualized to how you travel. Um, So I think if you are a planner and you utilize your dreams and limited travel agent and you know how you want to use the signing plan credits, um, it's a fantastic value. Like there's uh, to me no other way around it. Like, yeah, you may be adjusting how you normally would eat at Disney, um, but especially free dining. And then um, I know we had an article posted about how um, Dreams Unlimited is also offering the Disney gift card for packages. I mean, if I had um, especially young kids, like that is, that's absolutely what I would do. I would travel during the free dining period. Um, I would get the Dreams Unlimited gift card you know, and I, I guess I'm biased because, you know, spoiler alert, I'm a dreams and live travel, uh, travel agent, but, um, like I did the you math because, uh, yeah, <laughs> call me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, so I did the math because, you know, like I'm a Disney fan first and I see lots of comments. I see y'all, um, people saying like, oh, the Disney dining plan, it's not a good deal. Like it's a gimmick. And I'm like, all right, I hear you. Let let me test this out, right? So um, I've got a couple articles out about it now. I think it really depends on, you know, knowing you're getting the dining plan and getting the most value for your family. Um, I will say what's kind of interesting is um, recently what I've kind of seen is the free um, dining plan for Disney Plus subscribers um, the room discount right now on packages and even the bounce back offer, they're all kind of coming out to be the same cost wise. Um, and, and I don't think that's consistent, but just, you know, from the packages I've booked. So really then it comes down to like for me with a free dining plan. Okay. If you're not getting the free dining plan, then how much does it cost your family of four to eat at Disney World for a week? Like, it's expensive. Like, every time I go to even just a quick service and, like, my family, you know, like, we don't, we typically just drink water. We don't order a dessert. Like, we're spending 50 plus bucks. Like, it's it's not cheap. So, um, for me, personally, what I've seen, like, free dining plan was on my wish list for this year. Um, I mean, I'm a little overwhelmed right now, but uh, I also am like very happy for my clients. I think this coupled with 
eliminating park reservations. Like I think it's a good sign for Disney parks this year. And I think it is kind of, you know, get, get, we'll never be back to the good old days. Um, like Teresa said, you know, things change, we move forward, but I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling positive. Like I do think Disney is, is listening and trying. So stuff is expensive. Y'all just is. It is. And uh, Teresa, I know you put together a list of all of the different discounts that are available right now. And it's not the last we're talking about free Disney dining plan here. But uh, what are the other offers that are currently available out there for people to choose from? Because we keep mentioning all right, those. There's a there's a room discount that you can add. Um, I've added it to like it doesn't have to be a room only. You can have tickets on there, too. But it's discount on the room. Um, right now, it's for travel March to October of this year, and it's up to 35% off for five nights or longer. You have to book it by February 14th. If you book it after the 14th, starting February 15th, um, the discount lower, lowers a little bit. It's not quite as a good discount. So you want to book it soon as you can before, you know, you got about a month and a week left before the discount drops a little bit. Plus availability is going to go down, but I found some pretty good discounts for clients. Um, Craig, you want to talk about the, the choice of the amounts of discounts now, or you don't yep. wait on that? Yeah, throw it in there. Okay. So just to give you some idea, um, and I did it, I have got clients in value, moderate and deluxe. So um, I've had a couple of clients, I've got three or four clients over at movies Room only discount. They have tickets on there now too, but for discount on the room, um, seven nights, each room got about 135 off. Pop Century, I had a six nights. Those were all with just two adults. Two adults and two children. Pop Century in September, $611 discount. Um, Art of Animation, April, uh, three adults and two kids, $658 difference. Uh, moderate, in the moderates, uh, $809 for two adults in June. And that is a room only. That has a dining plan on it, but it's a room discount that we got on that one. That's Caribbean Beach. And then um, I had one staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge in April, uh, almost a $500 room discount wow. for one person. Yeah, so, so definitely that's pretty significant. Seen, yeah, seeing some... Mm-hmm discounts on there now obviously with free disney dining plan we're always going to get the question how much is this actually going to save you uh and we'll get to that because i know Teresa has a couple pieces of information on that hannah i'm sure you do too uh but first thing i want to ask both of you is have you even been getting a lot of requests is this something that now it's a free disney dining plan offer for uh july through uh, what was the end dates September. on that again? Yeah. So now, now that that's available, is that even something that people are asking for, or is it more like it was before, where old travelers that knew about it loved it are asking for it, but beyond that, you're not getting a lot. What are, What are you seeing from that, Hannah? Yeah, I, I mean, I think a little bit of both. I mean, I will say it is mostly um, like a lot of what I've been doing this past week is travelers who were already. Um, booked for that time frame are um, adjusting their plans so they can take advantage of the free dining plan, like going as far as switching resorts um, to be able to get the discount or get the free dining plan based on availability. Um, so a lot of, a lot of people, I don't know that I've, well, I'm trying to think I, I have had, yeah, some clients that are booking new package 
new to dining plan. Um, so it, it's a little bit of both, you know, I mean, I think like biggest questions are always going to come down to like, when does your family want to travel or are you trying to work around school schedules, work schedules, whatever, what resort is your priority? And then, you know, because there are so many discounts now, like, you know, determining what's going to bring your family the most value. So I think the the good news is people have options now. So I don't, don't think you're necessarily restricted. Um, I don't know so much to certain times a year or whatever, but yeah, it's been kind of all over the board. Um, I think things will obviously tick up too, is like, people start to get tax returns and, you know, we get further in the year. Like I, you know, I I think people are going to be looking to book things. Um, Also, just like I mentioned, like things are expensive right now. So I think, you know, people, especially if you go to Disney World repeatedly, like I would imagine you're looking for, you know, ways to save money so you can be able to go again this year. I agree with Hannah on that. I agree with Hannah on that. Um, You've got to, find out what's best for your family. I had a couple of families had already booked one had dining, one did not before the discounts dropped. Once they dropped um, a first, if you have the dining on there, my first thought is let's get free dining for them, but then you got to go back and you got to find out maybe the room discount is a better option for them. Um, if they want to switch resorts or switch time frames, like Hannah said, switch different travel dates I've got one client. Um, we totally switched um, the travel dates. He was traveling in October. We bumped it up till the end of September and saved him almost $3,000 and he got free dining and he didn't have dining on it before. Mm-hmm. So massive savings, massive savings. And that was for, um, that was two rooms, Animal Kingdom Lodge. But I think every resort, every one reservation that I previously had before the discounts came out that I checked only one did not get a discount of some sort. Um, right. And he's thinking about switching resorts to get a discount. So I think that makes a big difference. And also, um, Hannah, you mentioned everybody's waiting for their tax returns or waiting for that certain, that perfect time to book. Book the sooner, the better. It, all it takes mm-hmm. is a $200 deposit on a package. And mm-hmm. it's fully refundable up until your final payment. So, you know, why not oh, up even yeah. further than yeah so why not i i always think of it and i i tell my husband this too let's let's put the 200 down it's like a little savings you know and pay on oh, as yeah. you can if you if you end up not being able to go then fine get your money back but you don't want to miss out on the discount or the room availability so mm-hmm. i think that's a big important thing to talk about there and also um Hannah you had talked about the um the Disney gift card promo that we're running here at dreams that is combinable with all of these discounts. So if you book a package, $2,500 or more to package total with a three day ticket minimum, you're going to get a Disney gift card from dreams as a thank you from us. It can be anywhere from 50 to $300, depending on the cost of your, um, your package. So that's a little extra money in your pocket too. Exactly, mm-hmm. and uh, buys you a couple souvenirs here and there. So it does. Uh, Rhino got his his popcorn bucket, and I forgot <laughs> what else he bought with that. It was uh, oh, the Ewok I got toys. E- Ewok, Ewok figures, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So great purchases. Oh, so I know I you still cherish them. <laughs> I he's got them right there beside my me. popcorn. I know that. Uh, no, the popcorn bucket just got put in storage yesterday because he was a Christmas popcorn bucket. Oh, oh no, he wasn't. It was Pop- a Halloween one. Halloween. Yeah. He's already yeah. been in storage. Yeah. 
So, uh, no, good <laughs> good stuff there. So, And, of course, there's obviously even more Florida resident discount, uh, annual pass holder discounts. Uh, right now, there's mm-hmm. the new Florida resident ticket, the Disney Thrills ticket that uh, you can start with that on January 11th. It's valid through March 15th, uh, two-day ticket for $199 plus tax. Um, those tickets do require a park reservation, so don't don't think you can use those anytime they require that. But uh, it's great for Florida residents, and I know they gets a little more expensive if you want to add more days on there. But there's a, a lot to be had. And uh, so, yeah, see, if you're planning on coming down, if you're on the fence, you know, always you can always work with the dreams unlimited travel agent see if they can find you a deal that uh, puts you in the position that you want to be in on especially and craig disney yes ma'am yeah craig i know you stressed this before but it doesn't cost you anything to request a quote with dreams um hannah and it's hannah with an h right at dreams unlimited travel that's right yeah, like Baton Race Park. Oh. Um, Same spell backwards. <laughs> right? And mine, of course, I don't know why I had to be different. Mine's not Teresa. It's T. Eccles, so Teckles at Dreams Unlimited Travel. <laughs> also, I want to shout out to Susan, Susan Kelly, and Erica Spencer. Both of them, Susan at Dreams Unlimited and Erica at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Or any of us. Any of us are here and ready to help you. I feel like, I feel like I'm on a telethon all of a sudden. You know, call yeah. in now. Yeah. Are you, know, you getting a call? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's true though. Uh, you know, we it's true though. It doesn't cost you anything, and and we're going to find the best value for you. If you maybe you don't know you want dining, um, maybe you do. You know, either way, we're gonna we're gonna work it out and try to get, get you the best deal. Absolutely. So back to thank you, Jerry. You. What's that? <laughs> back to me, Jerry. Back to you, Jerry. <laughs> okay. I, Jerry Lewis, I, Labor Day okay. Telephone, everyone. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I I'm too old. Oh my God, I just uh, aged myself. Like, I okay, I don't believe that's my off the rails. I got name. no. I I got it. I'm, I'm okay. with you. <laughs> just aged. I think Jerry myself. Lewis okay. was dead by the time I was alive. Maybe not though. Oh my God. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Maybe. Could be. When did uh, Jerry Lewis die? I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> he died in 2017, Craig. You were definitely alive. Mm. Doesn't check out. Yeah, I, I, I was I was not alive, <laughs> so I know that for sure. So, okay, let's uh, let's now shift gears a little bit, and I want to focus on what is happening this week at Walt Disney World. Uh, towards the end of the week, obviously, we have the start of the 2024 Epcot International festival of the arts sadly oh, rhino sure. and i won't be here for the start but hannah's gonna go and kick some butt Woo-hoo. with uh, coverage for us uh getting so, us all the and then as soon bucket. as we get back we're gonna <laughs> definitely give a thorough review share all our thoughts but hannah's gonna have to do the hard work for us before next week's show oh yeah it's so hard. gotta go to disneyland but obviously a lot mm. of the big fervor <laughs> around festival of the arts isn't actually anything to deal with the food it of course once again has to be around a new figment popcorn bucket which uh mm-hmm. disney gave that first look at last week with uh with figment uh rubbing his entire front torso over the top of a <laughs> rainbow while inside of the imagination pavilion and i'm assuming that's what figment's doing inside there every single day uh that he is in his attraction and uh yeah that comes mm-hmm. with Big rainbow popcorn and good news at least uh it will be available via mobile order and i believe they said oh, two good. two popcorn buckets are allowed per transaction and it will be available while supplies last and i don't know about everyone else but i i have sworn off popcorn buckets 
for the longest <laughs> time now as a complete waste. Uh-huh. Uh, but this one might tempt me if it's still available. It's I, cool. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's a cool design. I love the see-through. Like I love that it's the building, but it's also see-through, and it's like, and and uh, that like. Because it's, I don't know, it's the first time I feel like I've seen a popcorn bucket like that, where it's like, that's the actual attraction structure, but we can see the, the you know, the actual attraction mascot inside of this bucket. And, you know, it's one of those where you're like, it, it, if you like had it on a shelf, you'd be like, oh, here's my little diorama for, Epcot, yeah. you know? Yeah, it yeah, looks like decor. What? I mean... what, Teresa? <laughs> it doesn't do anything for you? Does Kathy know this? I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I just recently got into popcorn buckets with my 26 million holiday ones I just bought. But I um, I don't know. It's okay. I'm not going to rush out and get it. Ooh, I'll leave it wow. for somebody else. I feel like Sorry. that's a hot take. Hannah, can you try to either increase the temperature or yes. cool us down a little bit? <laughs> uh I, I don't, I'm going to do neither. I will say, um, I wish we would stop doing that rainbow popcorn. I'm just going to totally like throw it in a different direction. That rainbow popcorn is nasty. Okay. I bought I one of those, uh, Mr. Toad buckets when it was like, you know, $40 or whatever my mortgage payment was. Uh, just kidding. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, they're cute. Like I like seeing people wearing them around. I do feel like you could, you know, when you're a Disney fan, as we all are, that's something you put on your desk. Like, you know, um, I, I'm not personally going to buy one. I'll tell you what though, if my son even looks in the direction of it and acts like he might want it, probably will buy it. So I'll buy you guys one if, if you want one. How old's your son? (laughs) He's, uh, almost two. He's, oh, uh, see, my son's yeah, 33 and I still do that. This month. Oh, I, when oh, my son I don't like hearing turns, that because I, you know. No, no I still buy my money. son garbage. He's 30, <laughs> 33. That's, That's awesome. just the way it is. You never stop. It just gets more expensive. <laughs> I understand that. that. I'm sure it was for his birthday, but Rhino showed off on Instagram that his mom bought him a Power Ranger sword. So oh, it's it truly huge. never stops. Huge. Did she really? <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's I'll so show, sweet. I'll show it to you uh, during the after show off to get it because it's it's over here. Like it's big, big. That's so sweet. Not the first time she's yep. got me a Power Ranger sword either because I have the other one under the bed over there too. There you go. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta show us all your swords later. Mm-hmm. I very much. That's for Patreon. To you gotta pay to see that. You gotta pay <laughs> to see my sword. <laughs> Maybe someone out there will. Oh, sure God, really? Will. He went but, there? Uh, so <laughs> in terms of Festival of the Arts, it's not just all about the popcorn bucket. Of course, they have the Broadway performers that are going to come and put on a show. You have other artistic performances. You have the culinary arts. Uh, they released the foodie guide as well, too, in the past couple of weeks. And the one thing that kind of like threw me off with it is there's not really a lot of new items this mm-hmm. year at the at the event, which I guess, you know, it's the items already take so long to prepare because it is the culinary arts and they are truly uh, little pieces of art that they're trying to shovel out as quickly as possible. But uh, in terms of new items, uh, Craftsman's Courtyard has two new items, a new grilled pork belly dish and a grilled marinated skirt steak sandwich. Artist Table has new beers and that's it. Um, there's a new chocolate pomegranate cake at Tangerine Cafe and a lot of new drinks there. Uh, Vibrante 
and Vivid has a new passion fruit-filled mango cheesecake. Gourmet Landscapes has new roasted beets. Uh, Deco Delights has a Neapolitan dessert trio. Pop Eats has Rock the Dots white chocolate and orange mousse and vanilla bean chiffon cake on top of all their grilled cheeses. And then France's menu is completely new outside of the warm brie and a bread bowl. And then the funnel cakes are always different every event. And this year it's a funnel cake uh, that it's a chocolate funnel cake sandwich with sprinkles thrown on. So I I know that kind of sounds like it's a lot of new stuff, but it's it's really not in the grand scheme of things. But I feel like maybe at this point they've kind of learned like people people have their ways with the food at Festival of the Arts. Uh, What's more important is that you have new and interesting artwork to be able to sell people. And so, yeah, I feel like that's probably the the thing to look at uh, more than anything else. And I'm, I'm excited for it. I do not need any new Disney artwork right now, but I've been seeing teases from some of my favorite artists that will release uh, material at the event. And there's some stuff that I look at. I'm like, I want that instantly. And then I have to stop and think about it. I'm like, my room already looks like a TGI Fridays. I cannot (laughs) add anything else to the walls right now. Do they still look like that? I don't think I've been in one in years, but um, we'll get electric lemonades later and tell you it's uh, it's like, it looks like a regular Bennigan's. Do those still exist? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I'm out of references for restaurants that put crap on the walls, but uh, a regular yeah. 99. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. So there you go. But uh, <laughs> Festival of the Arts, who's who's looking forward to it? Anyone? Me. Me. The eyes at So the, the yeah. only person who isn't looking forward to it is Hannah. Or she's frozen. She hates, one of the two. Well, she hates I art. Think she actually. She's frozen. Judging, really. judging by the wall behind her, she hates art. Is that yeah, true, Hannah? Won't. Oh, yeah. Oh, she she's agreed. 100% yep. See, she, yeah, we know. <laughs> she's holding no, very no, still. Is fine. Ask her every question you want to do right now. She's probably in the negative. Mm, hates art. Mm-hmm. What about children? <laughs> no, don't like those either. Wow. How do you feel about <laughs> your particular you child, Hannah? You hate your child? Wow. God. If, if, you're, if you just... No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I was going to be like... It's just, um, Hannah. Don't say anything. Oh. <laughs> she <left. laughs> she, uh, Whoopsies. Uh, gosh, well, normally funny. that would be the place where we would pause and put in the uh, elevator hold music. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back after these uh, brief interruptions. So, uh, Teresa, it was your fault first. And now, uh, now Hannah's <laughs> breaking things. Oh, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, the return. Of Hannah Anderson. Yay! Yeah, there she is. Yay. So, Hannah, we are very Same shocked in your things, absence that you yeah, hate right. kids as well as your own child. So uh, that was, no, yeah. I saw that. Uh, yeah, or I heard that, I guess I should say. So, um, yeah, no, I, so uh, contrary to popular belief, I'm very excited about Festival of the Arts. I am feeling a little subconscious, though, because this will be the second time that you guys are out running a marathon and I'm in Disney World eating food. Like that foot long hot dog that was pictured at the beginning of the show. I ate that. <laughs> I was going to ask if it was Greg's. That's so funny. Okay. No, it was mine. Um, so anyways, no, I am very looking forward to it. I feel like uh festival of the arts is like a, it's like a sleeper hit. Like it's, you know, the holidays are over. It's um, yeah, it's just, it's a surprise and delight. I think the artwork is fun. Uh, I've, Actually, a lot of times, like I feel like um, last year, I like the food better at Festival of the Arts, maybe better than food and wine. So we'll see if that still holds true. But um, yeah, 
So, and I, I don't hate kids, by the way. Oh, I, I was, that. dang it. I was waiting for you to finish talking. And, <laughs> and I'm going to buy, okay, no. no kids. See, <laughs> I have two feet to cover as well. See, I can fill that spot and that spot and that spot. So, well, um, and then, I mean, you're a part of our <laughs> Diz team. So you'll probably have a workstation set up at our new studio too. So you'll want to get artwork for that as well too. But yeah, that will be built. Wait, to wait, there's going to be a studio? When's that going to happen? <laughs> I believe we talked about that earlier, Ms. DeRusso, when we talked about yeah. someone who couldn't get their headphones to work properly. I'll believe it when I see it. It's the side of the screen. Well, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you could get my headphones right to work. Oh. Hey, you could get my headphones to work either. Who who did it? Who fixed it? Raise your it hand. Was it was Rhino, no, but I, I will be it. honest. <laughs> I was also getting... I. I'm the one who is running the show from my computer. I think he was in a blind rage. Switching, oh. And I was starting to get yeah. <laughs> very and I was getting to a point where I don't know if I was going to be able to uh to do what I need to do during this show if I was focusing any more on that. So Rhino had to step in. Okay. That's like okay. you know what? An associate producer, that's what they're for. So, <laughs> so assistant, I'm not can we assistant assistant wait, to can we retitle ourselves <laughs> now? Yeah. I guess we could. I mean, yeah. it's whatever nonsensical title you want. I, I, I yeah. don't mean anything. <laughs> well, good luck. Now I am uh, – no, I was going to say president of the world, but I guess Corey's president of the Diz, so I can't say that. So I'm like, mm. well, if I know one thing, the Diz is no longer the world. So The ambassador to the unlimited. <laughs> that's That's will be my new title. Uh, unlimited ambassador. Unlimited ambassador. <laughs> I will be uh, – I'll be ambassing so, all the time. I just want to be the general. So – and oh, you guys general. Can sing me that song general from White Christmas, yeah. uh, the general. So that, mm-hmm. that'll work for me. Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. But we've gone a bit off the rails here. And I guess that's what happens when we have uh, little issues with technology. And uh, we have two more topics that. that- uh, yeah, it's fun. It's much fun. Uh, just two more topics to talk about here before we wrap up today's show. Uh, one, uh, again, it's always news towards the end of last week, but I think it's still very exciting because 2024 is the year of Tiana's Bayou Adventure, uh, hitting big milestones. Uh, at Walt Disney World, they just uh, this past Friday installed uh, one of a kind, probably two of a kind because it's going to be out at Disneyland too, a weather vane. <laughs> That was made by artisans in blacksmiths in New Orleans, and that is now sitting atop its spot in Magic Kingdom uh, over on the Disneyland side. I saw while we we're doing this show, they just uh, they just erected the water tower there. So we'll get to see that <laughs> when we're out there. But I mean, both sides are making progress. And right, stop. I. I yeah, Rhino, keep it together. Keep it together for a couple more minutes. <laughs> Ambassador to silliness, more like it. Exactly what you are. Uh, but it's it is very exciting. So I didn't get a slide prepared in time for it. But Tiana's Bayou Adventure is looking excellent. Very at Magic very uh, Kingdom. Green. It is. It is so Uh green. It is coming together. Uh, You know, say what you will about uh, the size of hills in New Orleans, New Orleans outside area, since it's not like directly in downtown. It's it's outer outer side of the city. And, uh, you know, say what you want about the story, the songs, whatever you want to say about it. It's looking really beautiful. Like, I, I, I just every time I see it, I'm like, oh. Chills. It's going to be, I think we have something really to look forward to with this attraction. So I'm pumped. 
Our Squatch Mountain's been closed, uh, I think, exactly a year now. So it's it's time. It's coming soon. Yeah, it was right around because it was sometime in the first week of uh, January that it closed, first mm-hmm. or second week. So yeah, I was there much much late into the night as fightings were happening over who was going to be the last person in line for the attraction, and I was just standing off to the side, like, okay, I want to go home. <laughs> and I, eventually I did after like three more hours, but very exciting. It's coming. But uh, so we don't have to be jealous of Tiana's Bayou Adventure because, of course, that is coming to Magic Kingdom at some point this year in Disneyland. But the we thing try that, the, uh, what's that? I, I was going to say we got to try the Tiana's food out in Disneyland. I forgot their their food. The uh, Tiana's Palace opened out there. Oh, my yes, it did. goodness. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I completely forgot yeah. that that yeah. opened. So because Hannah Jenny was. So- well, Denny was saying to me, she was like, we got to go get a mint julep. And I was like, well, if the window's open. And then she's like, Tiana's Tiana's palace is open. And I was like, oh, my God, it is. Yeah. I completely forgot. Well, like The the freaking the, the beignet flavor, though, while we're there. Lemon. Grape. I want the lemon. No, oh, it's grape. grape flavored beignets while we're there. Oh, it's grape? Yeah. For like, you know, oh, a, a mint julep window right. where they'll always have a specialty one. Grape. So, well, is the dipping peanut that. butter? Why is it grape? Is- grape. I doubt it's peanut butter, but I see where you're going for there. A peanut butter and jelly. So yeah. I, I get that. I'm not, I'm not on board with it, but I get that. <laughs> I'm bored, but I understand no. what you're saying. Yeah. I, we'll, we'll see. I, I said I'm going to get it regardless. So I, I will yeah. always try whatever the specialty <laughs> is and no regrets on that. But yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to do a dining review of Tiana's Palace. Uh, sorry, Hannah. We can't fly out to to do it with us. But. I'm just going to show up. I'm just going to be like, oh, hey, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. I mean, feel free to. I'll tell you. Park reservations, hard to come by right now. So <laughs> that's okay. the only concern there. But uh, yeah, that is that is very, very exciting. But uh, seriously, the last thing we're going to talk about, I am just so so insanely jealous of and have so many feelings uh yesterday disneyland paris debuted their brand new show uh their brand new nighttime spectacular disney electrical sky parade and i disneyland paris has been killing it with drone shows like they've been doing uh some in the disneyland park there but uh, a lot of the marvel shows around their uh around that that park and you know using tower of terror as the projection device uh this show disney electrical sky parade looks absolutely incredible and you know we don't have full video of it because we weren't there to record any but there are so many available on youtube watch a couple get different perspectives different angles basically every single person who was there was filming it uh as you're looking at a lot of phones at the bottom of the screen uh the image of it you might be like oh that's surely just a fake image of if you're watching the show you're you're seeing uh cinderella on the castle with those fountains going and you see the pumpkin coat coach as drones behind it you're probably like this is completely fake that there's no way that that is no that it's a hundred thousand percent what this show is and i i just i cannot stress enough you need to go and find a a full video and watch it the entire way through uh it commemorates Mm -hmm. the disney's electrical parade went to paris i believe they say in 1992 in the intro Mm -hmm. to the show and so it's a celebration of that show and basically they put on the parade 
through projections on the castle and with drones and it is just jaw-droppingly See, great. I mean, from the is, start with the blue fairy and yeah, Casey Jr. The train part was cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it, because it's climbing yeah. up the freaking hill. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I, I, my thing is, you know, I, you know, I'm not the, I don't like I, the Main Street Electrical Parade for me is just one of those like such a tired thing, and that this was like this is what you do when you want to bring that back. Like this is the Main Street was the Main Street Electrical Parade. It, like a brand new reimagining of that. And it was really something special to watch. I mean, there were drones that had fireworks on them that were doing yeah, like right. the train had like the, the smoke well, and the dragon had the, the, uh, uh, Elliot had the, the, um, uh, he had smoke coming out of his nose, coming out of his nostrils, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. And the train yeah, had the smoke coming out of the, uh, the engine, uh, Peter Pan, uh, the flying ship. At that moment, you had smoke coming out of the back or actual like fire that was, uh, that tiny. one had the fireworks. Yeah. yeah like that had the, like, the, the little yeah. sparkler fireworks. I it just, I, it's so, so amazing. I'm like, even the person who hates this music and this show more than anything else has to stand by and be like, yeah, that's, this is something else. And I, I've never, I mean, I talked about it with, with, uh, with luminous when people are wondering, like, are we going to have drones for that? What should we have drones in Walt mm-hmm. Disney world's nighttime yes. shows? I know I was a little bit more uh, picky about that. Yeah, well, yes. I want, oh. if there was drones used for Epcot, I want, you know, it's hard because it has to look good from 360 degrees all the way around. Uh, but for a castle show, like I want, I want this show on Cinderella Castle. I yeah. and I'm going to get heat for this. If it saved Walt Disney World money on shooting off pyro, I would gladly take this for a season for six months where they don't have to shoot oh, yeah. off any pyro and have yeah, this because show. Because you can't, you can't go see something like this anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, no. I mean, right. that one guy. There is that one guy who lives in the middle of nowhere that works for one of those my alexa just randomly started talking to me sorry the um the (laughs) that guy who owns that giant piece of land and i think maybe he works for a lighting company or drone company but you've seen it he did like a ghostbusters drone show over his house he did a stranger things drone show so it had the mind flare coming down and stuff if you don't live near that guy you can't really see this type of a show anywhere else and that's the thing is that like i love fireworks i do i absolutely love fireworks um you know, but it is one of those things where I'm like, you know, you could see him set off maybe like Fourth of July or something like that. Where else can you see something like this? And yeah. this watching this, I was like, that's a Disney show. Like that is that this is yeah. through and through like that Disney innovation, that Disney spectacle, you know, but also I think it does well because it still takes like, you know, the thing we know about Disney fans is they hate change and because God knows this parade can't die. Um, but it's like <laughs> it is one of those things where I was like, if this was the new version of that parade, oh, I'd be there all the time. This is so cool to watch. Like, right. so cool to look at. Oh, I, I mean, I'd book I'll, a trip just for that. I'd book a trip I, just to see that. I mean, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I, yeah, I might be in Paris next week. Just, no, just I, kidding. I, can't. I, I, I told to. Kylie, <laughs> I said, we, we cannot vacation anymore. This year, we just don't have the budget to do it after this Disneyland half marathon coming up. But I said, if we, if we fall into money <laughs> this in the next couple months, 
we're we're booking a we're booking a short trip to Disneyland Paris because this is something I want to see in person. Yes, I also want to go to Paris so I can eat a baguette and you know have a full Parisian experience. You heard me, and I, I want to do all of that because it's 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 a location we wanted to always travel to. But I feel you like want the beret. I for me to also mm. get back into Disneyland Paris besides just going to Paris and, and experiencing that for me to get a couple days in those parks. This is something that would drag me into it. Uh, I just, they did a knockout yeah. job with it. And I am, um, I've been blown away by their, their nighttime shows here for a while. And I think, you know what is, I like about it too? It's the coolest thing. Yeah. It's, it's the length. It, it, it's again, it's, it was like what, 10 minutes, 12 minutes. It was something, it wasn't very long, but mm-hmm. I was just like, Every part of it was worth it. And that's the thing where I said, like, that's, you know, mm-hmm. Walt Disney World has these really long shows. I'm not not saying anything against that. But what I liked about watching that show is it feels like that sort of thing where you're like, okay, there's not that pomp and circumstance about having to go stand somewhere for three hours to watch this, you know, and then 30 minutes of a show. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's a nice, like, step into it. Wow. Wasn't that something really special? And then step out of it, you know? I, mm-hmm. I, I, it just my perspective of it. I could be completely wrong, and you might have to wait hours to be able to see it. But because I don't know the layout of well, Disneyland Paris, but you it's. Know. I mean, the layout is pretty much, uh, you know, just like Walt Disney World, any other castle park. Uh, you have your Main Street USA, and then there, uh, it, it gets a little different because they're they don't have a castle stage. It, it, it there is a stage in mm-hmm. front, but it's kind of further in front of the castle and off to the right. So there's actually, there's a lot of areas in Disneyland Paris where you can, you know, being in that, that center street all the way through their hub area that you can watch these shows without any obstructions. I feel like they do a good job with that, but I mean, ultimately, ultimately you also have to be worried about, am I going to get the tall person in front of me that blocks everything? I don't have to worry about that because I am taller than I look in this small box. Uh, but it, it's a concern for some people. I mean, you, you would want to try to get up like right in front of the railings where the, the stage is kind of in that area. There, there's some, uh, planners where if you get right up against the railing, then you don't have any obstructions in front of you. But for this show, I mean, it's, it looks like you have to be able to see the castle too, because yes, the drones are cool when they're out there, but they're not constantly out. So, you need to see the castle and get get the full story because mm-hmm. the, the literally the castle teases you yeah. as it's it, the story's moving along. You see what's about to come next on the castle before it's right. in the sky. And okay, and I said, wouldn't this be a cool way to replace the dragon in, at Disneyland if they did like a drone oh, version yes. of the dragon? So it still had yeah. that spectacle, you know, to it. Yeah. I think that would I be just, really cool. I, I just worry at Disneyland if they ever did anything that people oh, the would be wind, like, why are wind. drones falling in my garage? My backyard? <laughs> they cancel <laughs> fireworks it. if there's a breeze. Yeah, yeah. this is mine now. <laughs> my drone. It's like, well, no, we, we need it back. <laughs> no, my drone. Funny. It belongs to me now. Uh, hey, right. does does Dreams Unlimited Travel book Disneyland Paris? I'm guessing not often, but no. Yeah, no. I don't have an answer to that. Yeah, unfortunately not. <laughs> yeah. No. So, I might be booking myself, though. <laughs> yeah, I know it's. Uh, I know John said if you can sell anyone on mm-hmm. Hong Kong Disneyland, then do that. So, uh, oh. but we mm-hmm. didn't go we to Hong Kong, so we're not experts. Either. But yeah, go to Disneyland Paris. I <laughs> see this show. 
send me videos so I can be jealous of you forever for it. But yeah, very, very cool stuff. So uh, we're just going to wrap up the show here real quick. I just want to check in with everyone and say uh, everyone that I'm talking to here. Do you have a good little uh, past couple weeks over the holidays? Everyone get what they want from Santa. Everyone Mm -hmm. uh, enjoy time with family, friend, kith and kin. Yeah, I didn't I kiss did. anyone. You know, kith, kith and kin. <laughs> I didn't kith Kim. Kith and Kim. <laughs> Not familiar. That's from, uh, Is that Christmas like a hearth and kettle? Thank I you, got Anna. it. Thank you. Yeah. I, we're, we're on the same okay. wavelength. I got it now. Yes, I, yes, now yes, you said it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they're standing out looking at the giant tree and their tongues are starting to freeze over she, and Audrey's eyes are she'll already She'll look frozen. later. Uh, she, she'll look later. Her eyes are frozen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, you all have a good break. Do you do anything fun? I did. Um, What'd you do? had a good time. Ooh, My sister came for Christmas, her and her husband. That was unusual and stressful, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I, it's always good. And you know what we got for Christmas? I bought myself a, no, um, thank God. Uh, I bought myself a croquet set and we played a lot of croquet over the, over the holidays. Do you reenact scenes from Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, no, I, I did find out that, um, I've got some very competitive children. Some of them. My son-in-law, Oban was out there practicing by himself and trying to, I mean, I was like, dude, it's raining. Come in. Wait till it stops raining. That's funny. (laughs) We had a lot of good time. It was, it was fun. Got us outside. I've got a perfect, I went out and cut um, a patch of my grass for the, what do you call it? A field, a playing area, whatever. A pitch. A pitch. A pitch. Yeah. So you could definitely tell where we were playing. It was kind of cool. When did Grace get married? Well, That's they've been serious. together six years. Okay. I consider so and they're marriage. domestic so. they're domestic partners or whatever. There you go. Whatever. Right. So. Well that's good. Well I'm glad. I'm glad you were able to uh, have a very croquet Christmas. I look forward to seeing it was the between that and, next year. And then we, we played another game. It was like Pictionary, but it was Disney. Um I can't remember what the name of it was, but Disney related and you had to draw a picture and I found out just how little my family members know about Disney because <laughs> You had to, you got a, you got like a, um, like say, um, Olaf. And then you had to pick, he had to be doing something like Olaf riding a carpet or something. And you had to draw that picture and you had to pass it on to the next team. And they had to pick out, write down what they were doing. And then the next team got to draw another picture. By the time I got back to you, it was nothing. Oh, I played that. Mm, It's so, it was fun, but yeah, yeah. my brother-in-law knows absolutely nothing. I drew a, I, Stella drew a very clear Wreck-It Ralph. And by the time Ooh. it got to him, it was, it was Hulk Hogan doing something. And oh, yeah, that's it was fun. So funny. That's fun. I mean, but it was fun. Good thing you didn't get uh steamboat Mickey in 2024. Could have gone a right. million places. <laughs> but it was fun. We played a lot of games. We all like games. So we ate a lot and played a lot. So cool. It, nice. it sounds very merry, a true Christmas carol. Indeed. Uh, Hannah, you do anything fun? Um, I did. I went to see extended family in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. So, um, yeah, I got to see my grandmother. Um, Owen and I uh, flew and then I made my husband drive up with the uh, Christmas gifts and the dog. 
I recommend that, by the way. <laughs> so that was very good. Um, yeah, we uh, just enjoyed being out there. Um, Asheville's a big brewery city, so we went to a couple of those. And uh, my family's super into Christmas. So, um, Are you just, from Asheville? You know, Is that where you're from? Not, a, not originally, but um, my dad's retired military, so we moved around a little bit. But my every everybody else in my family lives up there. So that's where um, we honeymoon. We honeymooned in Asheville and Biltmore. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's a great place to honeymoon. Um, Yeah. We didn't go to Biltmore this time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we, we had a good time. We watched um, pretty much every Christmas movie. Um, Unfortunately it was kind of mild. So I was hoping for a white Christmas for Owen, but not, not even close, but, um, and it was cool. He's um, about to turn two and, just seeing him light up for Christmas gifts. Like he, um, he came out and saw the Santa gifts and said, Oh, wow. All right. All right. Uh, (laughs) So that was, um, it's funny how you have kids and that was like, I didn't even care what I got. That was, that was it for me. That was very, that changes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So actually my Christmas gift for my husband was um, a deep clean of the house. Somebody's going to come deep clean the house. And actually that's what, that's a great gift, guys. I'm yeah, looking that's forward a good to gift. it. That's an so, awesome gift. Yeah. <laughs> so I just you know, like, not... that's actually a really great idea. You know what I you know what I got? My husband got me a plant that he wanted for the yard. Yeah. And um, he wanted a pair for the earrings. <laughs> a pair yeah. of earrings. And he did a couple little um bowl. He knows I like bowls of any kind. Yeah. Whether it's a soup bowl, whatever. He got me a couple interesting bowls, but yeah, the plant he oh, wanted for the yard. Nice. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I got him a massage. How it is. Oh, massage. Nice. Uh, well, not from me, from a professional. Uh, you know, like gift certificate. Oh, no, I knew. <laughs> I, knew what you meant. I don't do massages now. You don't do the coupon book anymore? <laughs> no, not anymore. No. <laughs> One free car wash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gracie used to do coupon books and I, I still have one where she's like, I'll clean the dishes and named off all these things. And when you flip the coupon over, it said coupon expires in three days. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, they, yeah, you know what? Smart. She has good game. So, yeah. uh, Ryan, do you do anything fun besides all your world travels? I mean, yeah, I flew, I flew home for a couple of days, got to spend some time with my uh, grandparents and went to, I did a couple of breweries up there. I went to Treehouse and um, Knockabout Brewing. And I wish I could have brought Craig back the eggnog beer that I had had that was so good up there, the milk and cookies. Cause they had a, but they're, they have a special type of crowler where it's like a twist off type. And so mm-hmm. they were like, I put, I wouldn't bring it on an airplane. It would probably explode. And I was like, well, I guess just more for me then. But um, <laughs> no, I did that. And then, Flew back here for like a day or two and then flew to Milwaukee for um, New Year's and for my birthday. Um, it was January 1st. So that was a lot of fun. And I um, uh, got to do a bunch of breweries up there as well and then came back and did that half, not so half. And now we're going to Disneyland. It feels like I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That's good. Craig, how's Pad Brewery enjoying his Christmas? Uh, he's, a, he's a baby. He, he opened like, he half opened like one thing. And that's all. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, 10 other things. We'll save some for next year and uh, everything else will just rip open and push to the side. So we you know, we wrapped a lot of stuff that we already had around the house. So yeah. we kind of pulled a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we pulled that method where it's just like, if you see it, wrap it up. And, well, you know, mm-hmm. that makes me think the day, 
three couple days after Christmas, I noticed one of my Christmas decorations was missing that I had on my kitchen wall. And Stella, my daughter, told me that she heard Max talking about a video that he saw where you take something from your parents' house and then you wrap it up and give it to them next year as a gift. And Max swears he didn't do it, but that it's gone. I'm going to get it next year for Christmas. There, it was a viral video. <laughs> I saw it. This, this entire family, there was one person in the family. This, So they basically took all of the stuff from her house and they gave it to each other as presents. And she's like, oh, yeah, that is a nice sweater. I have that. That is a nice That is a nice uh, a toaster. I have that one. And it took like six or seven presents. And she's like, is this all my stuff? Yeah, that was a, that was a good video. So uh, pretty. Yeah. Can't wait till next Christmas to get my sign um, back. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I did not do that to my parents, um, but it's, I, I consider it. I'll consider it some yeah. year of doing that, but no, it's a, uh, yeah, you know, we wrapped up the dogs and gave those to, to Rory. <laughs> so they were in a box for like six days straight. We're not happy about it, but it's, <laughs> You know, we were gonna sur- we were gonna rescue them by-, by Three Kings Day, but luckily we we got a little lax with that and let them out the box. But uh, no, it was a- it was a good time. So best biggest thing of uh, the holidays wasn't even that; it was the doing the the seven point one mile run. Yeah, this yeah. past weekend, oh. which. Um, yeah, I uh, I shared a little bit of my thoughts to Patreon in a post with this. I. I am a fan of Run Disney. I took many years off of it because of how expensive it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand the product. I think that it, for the most part, is a very well-run product. And mm-hmm. uh, I understand why it basically has a, a cult-like following. Um, Run Disney people are like, they might be even more crazy than DVC people uh, in terms of their their passion for yeah. a specific product in the company. Uh, they they go crazy. And uh, I, I get it. But at the same time, too, like... Yes, it's they they changed the race from 13.1 miles to 7.1 because of the safety of the runners, the volunteers, everything like that. It was a bad like course that. though. I I it was a terrible course. I understand yeah, the awful. safety aspect of it, but they've got Run Disney there should have been a refund or something. To, well, that's what I was going to say. Run Disney fans yeah. need to stop bending over backwards and accepting everything that they do and say, well, it's for our safety and it's for the safety of everyone else. So we got to just take it. They need to stand up together. And in a situation like that, at the very minimum, as you cross the finish line and got your medal, you should have also been handed or had a $25 gift card sent yeah, to you. Yeah, a gift to card. Say, that's it. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the Hand me the medal and the gift yeah, card the together. Breakfast. The the 10K yeah. was like $150 to sign up for. And then the half marathon was 210, I think, maybe 220. Mm-hmm. And yeah, was, I think so basically, the, I, I care about the distance. I'm not in, you know, I, I don't like the metal. It's great. It hangs up. It collects dust. And I look at it when I pass it. That's all I do. But when they're charging that much more and cut it down like that, they they need to offer because it wasn't else. a little bit it was a half it was by half and then on top of that it and i get it I, i'm not i'm not anti the safety thing at all but the course itself was awful it was yeah. just literally up mm-hmm. and down the on-ramp to Epcot on and, and off we ramps only until you get to the park yeah 
oh. and then into the park for the last mile, which then if you were in one of the later corrals to no fault of your own, if you had gotten put one literally minutes after I had passed an area, they cut off. So you didn't even get to go around world showcase. I don't think, I think you, you went through the partner yeah. statue area. And so I was, cause I remember when I got up there, people were coming across and I was like, where are these people coming from? And so like people right behind me had gotten cut off and I'm just like, and I only think like, what if you'd gotten put in corral F and you were a fast runner, you'd still be, you wouldn't have been able to maybe get that far ahead. And it's just, I don't know. That's that was bad. the, so like on top of all that, the photo pass people, there was none by the time I went through Craig was two corrals ahead of me. So he, you, I mean, you finished like, I think 45 minutes maybe before I did or something. Cause you text me and I was like at mile five. And, um, but at that point it, the drip started, but those photo pass people were ready to go. They were sitting in those rain booths mm-hmm. with rain coverage on their camera. And it barely, it had not even really started raining and they were all moving aside. And the thing that sucked is I was like, there were other areas they could have been in that work undercover or something like that. They, they could have moved right. those booths. And I, so I'm just like, I don't really, I didn't get anything out of this. And this is like, I didn't love the year I did the marathon because everything was under construction that year. That was like 2018. So this is my second, like kind of crappy experience with this. And like, Mm -hmm. I've done other races and it's just one of those where I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's like time to do the celebration one again instead or something. If they still do, I don't even know if they still do it, but the the special characters weren't even great. And that's what like, no. And they had such a long line, all of them, which I get. You know, there's sixteen thousand people running, but yeah, because like yeah, it would have been cool to meet. They had Merlin out there, um, mm-hmm. and wearing like a purple mm. outfit. It wasn't it wasn't a great Merlin in that way. Uh, Hercules and Meg were out there. They had Cloppin and Esmeralda. That was the yeah, that was the cool. coolest one, uh, and also cool. had the longest line. But then like they threw out. They threw out Chippendale and the Rescue Rangers outfits. Like, oh, that's great. Hollywood Studios. And they threw Max out was Powerline there Max. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, Hollywood Studios. So then that's like, what everyone's like. Isn't that cool? And I'm like, yeah, but I can see him every day. is right next to Baseline Tamp House. So, yeah, that's where it kind of like hit for me. It's like <laughs> the characters weren't – none of them for us was worth stopping. So it's like a crappy course. And then characters that the only ones that were worth stopping for had the longest line. And if I stop for too long, I can't get my motor started back up. I'm just that's no, I'm not like how my too. legs and my hips work. So uh, maybe maybe ten years ago I could have done it, but not anymore. I have to keep moving for the most part. And man, it was just it was it was a bummer. But it's you know it was the biggest thing that I was kind of looking forward to. I wasn't feeling well going up into it. I finally felt great right before the race and then it just like yeah it was just like watching watching the balloon slowly deflate in front of your eyes and it's i have more mm-hmm. criticisms with it like we were we were with our friend brooke and standing there and she's like so if you haven't done run disney before basically you start getting in your corrals at 4 a.m something i'm never there for as early as you, you can, can start it's, getting in at 3 15 yeah. 3 15 yeah it's i usually get there like 40 to 40 minutes ish after it already opened. So I'm never at the very front, but uh, they, they started the race early and like 15 Mm -hmm. minutes early. So we started like sitting there. We're like, so they don't have to do this hour and a half long pre-show that they do for every single race full of nonsense. They could technically be like, you get in here and get going. And they, mm-hmm. they just make two such a hours ahead of time. Yeah, it's they make such a big I, thing of it. And it's yeah. like, they clearly could start trimming stuff. If they're able to start earlier, we, we know they can start at least a little earlier. Hmm. 
this isn't a run Disney podcast. I'm not going to complain for it, but I just wanted to to get my feelings out <laughs> because it's been weighing on me since it happened. And I'm sure we will probably find issues to talk about with Disneyland's too. So, well, or we won't, and we'll be like, well, it was great. Don't regret a single well single dollar spent towards it. If it's not great, just come eat with me next time because evidently that's what I do every time. Yeah. So just, you know, come find me somewhere in Disney World and I'll be eating. See you there. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll be having some of my favorite beer, so I can't complain too much. Couldn't even have a beer when All we right. finished. That was the thing also annoying to me. I'm like, nah, I was bought the stupid refillable <laughs> cup for no reason. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I'm not a fan of their beer choices anyway, so that's that's me too. But I'd rather go home and have my own beer, the beer that I like. Just me. Just me. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um, Well, this was uh, enlightening. I think we uh, (laughs) had a fun time here for our first show back for 2024. Again, apologies that we are not in our new studio yet. Uh, You know, it's I saw comments about why didn't you order the desks ahead of time? Well, we (laughs) didn't even know if we were going to have the space until all the paperwork went through. And then we pretty much ordered the desk right after that. So we weren't going to order desks for a space that we didn't know whether or not was ever going to actually exist. So just throwing that out there. Uh, We will hopefully be in at the beginning of February and that way we can uh, complain and make disdainful faces at each other all in person, which uh, it's going to be nice. That's, that's the sad thing. We lose out on the, the boredom of the split screen when we're all in person. You can only look at, you can't see the faces that we're making at each other. So only the people mm. in the room can see them. But uh, Hannah, Rhino, Teresa, thank you so much for joining me on this discussion today. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You're no, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for all your insight. Oh, no, and remember, you. book a vacation <laughs> no, from you. Teresa thank and you. Hannah. Thank you. Hannah. Yeah. Hannah thank at you, Dreams Unlimited Travel. Thank you. And Teresa, T. Eccles at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Teckles. T. Eccles. Teckles. And just to say another mm-hmm. step forward. T-E-C-H-O-L-S, because Eccles could be spelled probably a million different ways. Eachels, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Mrs. Teresa. Eachels. How are you today? I'm not good. How, how was your cheese plate? So <laughs> yeah. that's a callback joke. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, thank you everyone uh, for watching and listening to our first Biz Unlimited podcast for 2024 again book a vacation through Hannah or Teresa or any of the Dreams Unlimited travel agents over at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and you will support the show and everything we do Uh, if you want to support us even more patreon.com slash disunlimited we have lots of content that goes up uh, at the lowest level you'll get some posts where we are showing pictures, ranting about things that are annoying us, uh, like Rhino ranting about the the prices and options at uh, at Oga's Cantina. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the $5 tier, you'll get access to our Patreon post show that's going to happen in just a couple minutes from now. Uh, you'll have access at the $10 level to exclusive shows, behind-the-scenes footage, uh live streams there's a lot and it just keeps going up for there so patreon.com slash dis unlimited if you're watching this on youtube please subscribe to the channel leave comments questions video suggestions in that comment section and hit the thumbs up if you haven't done so yet and if you're listening to this subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and if you can leave us a good rating and review that would also be appreciated but thank you so much to the panel thank you to everyone who took the time to watch and listen to this week's episode we truly do appreciate it and we'll see you again real soon for another episode of the Diz Unlimited podcast. But for now, that's the end, or should I say the beginning 
of your future. Goodbye.